Alright, so for the people at home, introduce yourself, talk a little bit about your talk here at GDC, and then uh, the, the game that, that people should know, do know you for recently. Yeah, uh, my name's Davey Reedon. If people know me for anything, it's probably the Stanley Parable, which is a Half-Life mod that I released in 2011, and I'm working on a new version of it to hopefully come out later this year. And, uh, and I gave a talk on Monday here at GDC that was... Um, I've, I've, people have described it as a, uh, a talk version of my game, and the game is meant to confuse and contradict and to leave you uncertain about kind of yourself in relation to the thing that you just experienced. And that was sort of the effect that I tried to capture with my talk, because, uh, you know, a lot of, oftentimes, GDC talks can be very broad and sterile and, and sort of meant to be easily understood and uh, and comprehended and I I tend to find it doesn't that doesn't leave much of an impact on me so I, I I tried to give a talk that was meant to disorient and confuse and to inspire like an actual kind of internal uh, recognition of, of kind of your habits that you fall into and uh, uh, kind of offer people a direction to step out of that and step outside of, of the, the box that we kind of live in a lot at GDC and, uh, and and maybe aspire to something better and more out there and more unique. All right, so you, Stanley Parable came out, uh, and now you're doing sort of a remake of sorts. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you mean by remake? Re- remake is, is a weird word. I, I'm, I've been trying to... to uh, uh, modify the English lexicon to add some new word that's like a co- like a mixture of remake and sequel and reimagining, resequel imagining. We can because I, well, I, I think like remake remake implies like oh I'm just doing another texture pass right, to make right. it look prettier. And, and actually, what's what I I this is not good for marketing <laughs> but I kind of like it when people assume that that's what it'll be that it'll just be like a prettier version of the original because then they'll be surprised when we find then when they boot it up and it's like oh this is this is much more than just that um, you know the, the, the structure of the game is the same right it's it's the same core principle the the same um uh, surface level storyline is there that if you've played the original game you'll know what that is and what the kind of core conceit is and, and the, the mechanic if you want to call it that um, but what it, what's changed is that I, I wrote that four years ago and uh, and I'm uh, you know I've grown a lot in four years and I look back at the things that I had to say then and uh, and new things emerge from those beliefs about the world about life you know you you grow as a person and you look back at, at what you believed about the world back then and you go oh my god I didn't realize that it actually went deeper than just that is you know it, like it's it's that too you know that thing that I believed four years ago it was true then it's it was, just not true now well no or it's, it's, or it's a different kind of truth yeah know more about it yeah the truth changes you know and and that's the weird part is that when when people who played the original game come up and talk to me now they're talking about something that I made for years ago and yet the conversation is still genuine you know that's the weird part that's I don't understand how this works it really doesn't because I don't feel that way I feel like oh that I'm not that guy four years ago I don't know him right we would we wouldn't. Uh, we'd get along, sure. But <laughs> we could like, be at a dinner party. Yeah, but no, we're not, no. We we're talk not going to be friends. Bit. Yeah, no. But like, you know, we're not going to really get into the meat <laughs> of the conversation, right? But then when people come up who have played that game and and who channel it, you know, like 
they speak to me now and they know how to and, and they, they have a language that that game gave them to be able to say something to the person I am today and, and it's, it's weird you don't understand how did I know back then these truths that I feel like I'm only just discovering now so I don't know what the nature of that is I don't know I can't put any convenient lines on like where what is the you know real kind of truth and what was I just imagining um, but I do think that uh, I, I do believe that there's a lot of pieces of those beliefs that uh, that are in Stanley Parable that I want to just I want to explore a little bit more and I want to sit in them a little bit and see kind of like what else were you trying to tell me what what else wasn't I seeing back then and it, it might not be like a huge revolutionary change but it'll just be a little bit and you'll be like oh yeah I, I, I feel like I have a language even if it's the same idea. I have a language now to describe that idea in a, in a richer way that I didn't quite have back then. Uh, and other things are just cosmetic upgrades. You right. know, other things like... Well, you're, you're working with more people. Or you have yeah, a co-designer yeah. now. Like, yeah. before it was just all you. It was all me, and I'm a terrible <laughs> level designer, so it was like, this guy now who's doing all of the level design, William Pugh, uh, he... Uh, I mean, I give him something, and he just goes and knocks it out of the park, right? So that's like... I think that this game is actually just going to be like a fun world to kind of be in because there's a lot of detail in it. It's really rich. It's just kind of like an environment that uh, I, when he sends me a new like a new build of it, uh, I like just kind of being in the world and just sort of looking around at what he's done and how he's put things together. I'm like, wow, that's that's beautiful. So I uh, I'm glad that that because that wasn't really a part of the original game. That's not really an experience that you, that anyone got with the original game. I'm glad that that'll be an addition to all of these other things because now it feels like a more well-rounded package where you can you know do the story and like the philosophy behind it and everything. And there's a bunch of humor and then you can also just like appreciate being there, you know, and just like enjoy like a video game space it's like a world that you can just hang out in and uh, be cool with it on that level and it's nice to include all of those things in that package so one of the things you mentioned in your in your talk your very confusing talk uh, thank you <laughs> uh, was that uh, what you created and then how people responded to it were two totally different things mm -hmm. uh, so how does that influence what you're taking forward into you know the pseudo remake or revisiting those ideas uh, given that you had a thing, you released it to the world, people responded to it, and now what do you take forward when you kind of go back to revisit it? Yeah, I, I, um, it's hard to say that like that's something that I like actively consciously bring to it. It's more like since the original game came out, and I, I didn't even know that there was this community really. I didn't know that in not just amongst like other game developers, but of people, of players and fans and people who want to connect with you because of this thing that you made that spoke to them. You know, you, you like in a lot of ways the original Stanley Parable was about me feeling isolated. You know, it was my sense of kind of like being alone in the world and and having to talk to myself. You know, and like that is really kind of what that game was, is me understanding how to talk to myself and what's confusing about that. And since that game came out, I have been so overwhelmed by the, the, the way that people reach out to me and want to have a conversation with me and want to get to know me and that I've gotten to know them. And, you know, it's a, it's a two-way street and you, you uh, open up just like a line of communication with other people that you never had before. And that is such a, um, 
kind of a foundational life skill to have. Look at Steve Gaynor. What? Is this Steve Gaynor? Surprise! Did we get interview scoop? Steve Gaynor. Oh no! Oh, he's leaving. I don't know. Can I be the? No, this is all very informal. Can I be the? Can I be the chocolate fudge on this Sunday? Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. Well, you're gonna push back on that. You're gonna push back on that. You know what? It's GDC. Fudge it up. That's what we do. That's what we do. Drop the mic. How's it going, guys? It's going well. How you been? How you been, Steve? I don't want to interrupt your show. I just want to say hi. All right. Two beautiful men. All right. Talking. Talking. It's really kind of you. Covering each other. You know, that's. Oh man. GDC, fudge it up. That's a hashtag. That's well. That's gonna be on the posters next year. Oh, okay. Instead of whatever it is, well, meet inspired. I'll let Megan know that. Like, hey, right. I, you know, that's, I heard this on the show. Floor. Confirm or her. deny? Yeah, no. She gave me a thumbs up already. Just All right, go, great. Go forward, assuming that's true. Breaking news, Tell right her. here. Well, that's what it starts now, right? That's why Giant Bomb is gonna know. <laughs> Now going forward, and then and then once that momentum picks up, it's unstoppable. Why, so you, you right? don't why, do, why do they call them scoops? That's true. That's a, it's a controversial topic. It's a controversial topic. <laughs> it's, a whole, it's a whole separate topic that, <laughs> that we'll be addressing in the next series of uh, exactly. Are you guys talking exactly. about Stanley We are oh. sort of. Oh, it's a, it's a good game. Check it out, everybody. Yeah. Giant bomb listeners, get your mind blown. <laughs> hey. Hey, Giant Bob, do, do you like video games? Have I got one? Have I got you? a video game that you would like to know about? If, if it's the, the Stanley's Parable. If your name is Stanley, the game's literally made for you. I've, I've, I've gotten great, great comments from people whose names are Stanley playing the game. They love it. Because they're being spoken to literally the whole you time. Hear my, uh, this is a total tangent. My favorite uh, instance of this, Black and White, year 2000, Peter Molyneux. Uh, it was in the time when there was e-reg. You could electronically register your game. You put in your name and sign up for an email or whatever. And I was really excited about Black and White, and I did it. And you put your name in. I put in my full name, so it was Steven Gaynor, blah, blah, blah. Send it off. Uh, you know how you play that game? Whenever somebody dies, it goes, death. Yeah. Like, it whispers yeah. it creepily, right? <laughs> so I'm playing. I'm in college. I'm playing at, like, 3 in the morning. And, and, I, and I, you know, it's going death and whatever. And then I, I hear, Steven. <laughs> I was like, fuck that. No. <laughs> and so I looked it up. What they did, they took a list of 200 of the most common names in the Western world, yeah. had their whisper person record them. If you e-regged and had a name that matched one of those, they would randomly swap out the death That's for terrifying. your name being whispered. That's terrifying. I don't like that at all. If your system clock was past 2 a.m. Oh. <laughs> See you guys. All right. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a terrifying story to leave on. That's what Gone Home is about. That Gone Home is going to speak to you at 2 a.m. Scoops, breaking news here, right here, right now. After 2 a.m., Gone Home will, if you e-reg with Gone Home, it will replace names in Gone Home. Oh, no, no. You, you send it like, it'll go to your Facebook account and take photos from your Facebook. Oh, no. And put them on, on in picture frames in Gone Home and you'll pick it up. It's your house. If they don't put if they don't put E-Reg into Gone Home, th- this wildly, a, a that, wasted, I think the, wasted game. Pre-order DLC for Gone Home is going to be E-Reg. I think if I just say that enough times, it's like Candyman. If you say it three times, and it has yeah. to manifest itself in hey, the game. Giant bomb. You at home. Write Steve Gaynor. Yep. Go to GoneHomeGame.com. It's at Fulbright on Twitter. At, is it at, is it, yes, at Fulbright. 
uh, send him, tell him if E-Reg is not in Gone Home, you will not be purchasing it. We we can make this happen. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Do yeah. you see where fudge happens? Where uh, fudge, Get your fudge right. on. Uh, you know, we're massaging. We're still figuring out our tagline. Um, but Massaging the fudge, you yeah, know. Oh, this, this, this is going bad places. <laughs> um, I get looping back around. Um would it, would let's, it, let's take it out of bad places. Yeah, yeah. So you've been working with a new, you've been working with a designer. Yeah. And you talked about how Stanley Parable is about, you know, in some ways your own isolation, kind of yeah, working yeah, with yeah, yourself, yeah. working that out. So is it initially was it frustrating or scary to work with somebody else and to kind of put those ideas out there to yeah, someone? It's, it's both, right? And uh, and the nature. Because at first, when people were coming on board, it was just like, oh, hey, I know how to make stuff look pretty. Boom. Cool. You're great. Right? And then, uh, and just like having someone to talk to, it, even like even if you're not having like super deep conversations with them, just being able to talk to someone right. about your game as you're working on it is like the most mind-blowingly wonderful, just for your sanity, right? And then what happened was, you know, I've, we've been working on this for a year and a half now, half now six months to a year goes by and I start to really connect with this guy that I've been working with because we skyped like almost every day for a year and a half now right like I want to share with him and I, I I've wanted to over and over or more and more as time goes on like like what I really feel like what actually really scares me I want him to know that because I want him to be able to to contribute in like a vulnerable way to this you know and for us to feel like we're making this out of a shared desire to say something about like what actually scares us and what is actually uh, genuine you know like like that's a really genuine thing to be able to do is to meet, to meet someone over the internet like who lives yeah. in another part of the world that you've never met before right and to be able to say and to be able to just like say like this thing scares the shit out of me or whatever like I'm genuinely terrified of that like that is a, a, a intensely vulnerable position to be in with some some guy right so like the fact that I feel comfortable now about that and that I want that to show up in the work that we do together is like like it's it's one of those things one of those uh, things you didn't know existed before like I could never when I was making the original game it was never like I was hoping for that to happen that wasn't the end result that was that not you were no, no 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 not at all I was just hoping to like honestly when I started working on it I was like I want to get a job at Valve or something <laughs> right like that was I didn't have like this big it, it, it like emerges kind of slowly over time so I guess that's the thing with the game is that there was never a point when I decided like, oh, we're going to put this in the game now about like this sense of community or connection to people. I I'm pretty sure it's just there as a result of it being like on my mind a lot because it's shown up in the way that, that people have come into my life and, and, and made that real for me. You know, I, 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 there's no other way that stuff like that happens. It, it just kind of like emerges without you even trying to. It's weird. I don't understand it. <laughs> well, it seems like something that will sort of... It's not like you'll be able to point to how that manifests itself in the game, but it will be in the game... That's what I think. ...in a really real way. It, because that that happened with the original game. I, I didn't realize when I made it that there were certain things I was trying to say about, like, my, I, my own isolation and about my own desire to connect with people. It was like, when, when, you, when you make, like, a... a drawing as a kid or whatever and then you look back on it later and you go like it was about my 
my father issues, right? <laughs> like, but you didn't at the time. Yeah. You were just like scribbling on paper, right? And then you look back on it and you go, "I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to reach out. I yeah, wanted, I wanted someone to, to help yeah, me. I just wanted to. I might. I love my dad. We have a great. It's yeah, yeah, not yeah. about that at all. It's just like you know, if you look at, you might see that, right? right? And I see that now in that original work and how I was like really frustrated by not being able to connect with people. So I don't like. As a creator, you have to like uh, step back from your work a bit. You, like it kind of humbles you to know that like you're not really in control of where this thing is going. Like you, you, you kind of like point in a direction and you'd be like, I think kind of over there. But then the work itself just sort of decides what it's gonna do, and you're like, boy, I wonder what it'll look like when we actually... I hope that's alright. I hope, yeah, <laughs> no, we'll find out. I hope I'm not too fucked up a person, <laughs> you know? Because it's gonna come out in the game, you know? We're about to find out if I'm anywhere near as, like, sane and with it as I sometimes think I am. <laughs> not that I usually think that, but... Um, so, like, logistically speaking, you know, the last game was a mod. Yeah. Um, is this its own thing? Yeah, it's okay. its own thing. I'm not legally allowed to say the details of what we're doing, but it's a standalone thing. You, we've been greenlit, so you will be able to buy it on Steam and download it right to your library, PC, Mac, and we're planning a Linux launch as well. Cool. Well, everything yeah. sounds really good. Good luck with the last couple of months. I know that seems like that's the end of the tunnel, but everything everyone tells me is that's the hardest part. Well, it is, and but I, I'll, I'll say that, that we, I feel like we're at the beginning of the end. Um, I feel like we, like two weeks ago or so, I was... I had kind of a metaphorical, like, waking up, like, in the middle of the night and going, like, we need to finish this game. We need to ship it. And I was, I just, like, snapped out of a, a kind of a design haze. I was like, let's ship a game, right? <laughs> and then I, so I, I was talking with, with William, and, and I was like, let, let, let's, let's ship a game. He was like, it was like he snapped up at the same time when I said that. He was like, yeah, let's ship a game. And so it's like... Now the design, it feels like I'm designing a new game because it's like, it's all about get this exactly to where it needs to be to ship. And there's a lot of content, so I've got a lot of, I, I basically have to go through a full pass of the whole thing and like just tear away, hack it, you know, it's stuff, chop out that, this is three times too long, combine this and everything. So it's like, it's still a long process, but it's like kind of a renewed energy of feeling like, no, everything now that we're doing is like, I'm working on this to ship it. It's a great feeling, and I'm really excited to just get it out the door, share it with people, and, and see how people feel about it. Cool. Well, good luck, and thanks for your time. Well, thank you very much.